Section One of Woman and the Republic. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Avai in January 2020. Woman and the Republic: A Survey of the Woman Suffrage Movement in the United States and a discussion of the claims and arguments of its foremost advocates by Helen Kendrick Johnson. Chapter 1. Introductory The introduction to the History of Woman Suffrage, published in 1881-85, to edited by Elizabeth Cady Stanton, Susan B. Anthony, and Matilda Jocelyn Gage, contains the following statement it is often asserted that as woman has always been man's slave subject inferior dependent under all forms of government and religion slavery must be her normal condition but that her condition is abnormal is proved by the marvellous change in her character from a toy in the turkish harem or a drudge in the german fields to a leader of thought in the literary circles of france england and america I have made this quotation partly on account of its direct application to the subject to be discussed, and partly to illustrate the contradictions that seem to inhere in the arguments on which the claim to woman suffrage is founded. If woman has become a leader of thought in the literary circles of the most cultivated lands, she has not always been man's slave, subject, inferior, dependent, under all forms of government and religion and furthermore it is not true that there has been such a marvellous change in her character as is implied in this statement where man is a bigot and a barbarian there alas woman is still a harem toy where man is little more than a human clod woman is to-day a drudge in the field where man has hewn the way to governmental and religious freedom there woman has become a leader of thought the unity of race progress is strikingly suggested by this fact the method through which that unity is maintained should unfold itself as we study the story of the sex advancement of our time progress is a magic word and the suffrage party has been fortunate in its attempt to invoke the sorcery of the thought that it enfolds and to blend it with the claim of woman to share in the public duty of voting possession of the elective franchise is a symbol of power in man's hand why should it not bear the same relation to woman's upward impulse and action modern adherents ask is not the next new force at hand in our social evolution to come from the entrance of woman upon the political arena the roots of these questions and consequently of their answers lie as deep as the roots of being and they cannot be laid bare by superficial digging but the laying bare of roots is not the only way or even the best way to judge of the strength and beauty of a growth we look at the leaves the flowers and the fruit movement and progress are not synonymous terms in evolution there is degeneration as well as regeneration only the work that has been in accord with the highest ideals of woman's nature is fitted to the environment of its advance and thus to survival and development 
in order to learn whether woman suffrage is in the line of advance we must know whether the movement to obtain it has thus far blended itself with those that have proved to be for woman's progress and for the progress of government i am sure i need not emphasize the fact that in studying some of the principles that underlie the suffrage movement i am not impugning the motives of the leaders nor need i dwell upon the fact that it is from the good comradeship of men and women that has come to prevail under our free conditions that some women have hastily espoused a cause with which they have never affiliated because they supposed it to be fighting against odds for the freedom of their sex the past fifty years have wrought more change in the conditions of life than could many a cathayan cycle the growth of religious liberty enlargement of foreign and home missions the temperance movement the giant war waged for principle are among the causes of this change the settlement of the great west the opening of professions and trades to women consequent upon the loss of more than half a million of the nation's most stalwart men the mechanical inventions that have changed home and trade conditions the sudden advance of science the expansion of mind and of work that are fostered by the play of a free government all these have tended to place man and woman but especially woman where something like a new heaven and a new earth are in the distant vision to this change the suffragists call attention and say this is in great part our work in this little book i shall recount a few of the facts that in my opinion go to prove that the suffrage movement has had but little part or lot in this matter and because of these facts i believe the principles on which the claim to suffrage is founded are those that turn individuals and nations backward and not forward the first proof i shall mention is the latest one in time it is the fact of an anti-suffrage movement in the political field alone are we being formed into separate camps whose watchwords become more unlike as they become more clearly understood the fact that for the first time in our history representatives of two great organizations of women are appealing to courts and legislatures each begging them to refuse the prayer of the other shows as conclusively as a long argument could do that this matter of suffrage is something essentially distinct from the great series of movements in which women thus far have advanced side by side it is an instinctive announcement of a belief that the demand for suffrage is not progress that it does array sex against sex that woman like man can advance only as the race advances and that here lies the dividing line how absolute is that dividing line between woman's progress and woman's suffrage we may realize when we consider what the result would be if we could know to-morrow beyond a peradventure that woman never would vote in the united states not one of her charities great or small would be crippled not a woman's college would close its doors not a profession would withhold its diploma from her not a trade its recompense not a single just law would be repealed or a bad one framed as a consequence not a good book would be forfeited not a family would be less secure of domestic happiness not a single hope would die which points to a time when our cities will all be like those of the prophet's vision first pure 
and then peaceable among the forces that are universally considered progressive are the democratic idea in government extinction of slavery increase in educational and industrial opportunities for women improvement in the statute laws and spread of religious freedom the woman suffrage movement professed to champion these causes that movement is now nearly fifty years old and has made a record by which its relation to them can be judged what is the verdict end of section one